Welcome to Wednesday, the footy, where we talk with mates. We've got a very special guest today, Marnie Vinyl. We've got an actual journalist <laughs> because the, our audience has been mad that we're constantly wrong. Mm-hmm. So we've brought in a professional. Bounce that pill. How's it going? I was actually really excited to come on and not have to be my journo self. I yes. was like, I can just talk rubbish, but apparently... Yes, no, I no. first came across you through TikTok because you're under... Are you, how old are you? I'm 28. A yeah, lot of people think I'm younger, but I'm no, 28. You're under 30, which yeah. means that um, you're the only football person engaging with TikTok that I've noticed. <laughs> and you are a writer for uh, what, uh, the Sydney Morning Herald or, is, or Fairfax or Nine, is it? I'm the age. The age. Um, You're the age. Which is, yes, nine papers along with Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Because well, sometimes when we, they do an Auntie Donna review, we're like, it's in the age. But then they're like, you're in the Sydney Morning Herald, but it's a review for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And we're like, and we're like we don't even know where it's on. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, Good I can know. get into the intricacies of the nine papers <laughs> and how what, they work if you want. That's, that's why we got you here. How does the finance... No, I don't want to do that. Uh, so, you are a, a journalist, but also you do a lot of TikTok and like the day in the life of a journalist and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, you do the reports most weeks on games and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely to have you here. We, as I said in the, in the intro at the start, we get so much wrong. <laughs> and a lot of this show is us sitting in this room going... Uh, who played what number and then us just quietly searching numbers mm. and then having to cut while we figure out what we're talking about. And fans are damning. You would know mm. this as well. And you yeah. get something mm-hmm. wrong. H- how long have you been in sports media for? How long have you been doing this for? Only a couple of years. Really? Yeah. So I started off doing journalism and writing in other areas. I never thought like, I was just kind of scared of sport, if I'm going to be honest. Really? I mean, mean, also my voice is like this. So you hear this (laughs) on the radio talking about men's sport. You can imagine people aren't that. Yeah. SEN, your voice is not what I expect on SEN or, or Triple M Rub. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And there are times where like, even on TikTok, like I'll say something that's like, I don't know, I think Essendon will beat Port. And also they only lost by less than a goal. So I feel, I still feel confident in my call on that. But then you have people being like, well, see, this is why women shouldn't talk about footy. Oh God, straight away. Straight away. Um, Which is like, I'm fine with that. But I also never thought that like my skin would be thick enough for it. Because I'm quite Mm. a sensitive person but yeah. I was like I got to the age where I was just like oh, fuck it like I, I really want to do this I'll mm. give it a crack and also I want to see other women in not to get all into that yeah. but like I do really care about this and I want to see other women and the amount of people that are like well if you can do it I can do it yes and like if people if I get people used to my voice which is quite quite young and quite high then like the next person who has a feminine voice will get less backlash we will hope the AFL is so direly in need of any kind of diversity (laughs) than what's currently on offer is like old dudes saying the same shit. The reason we started this pod was because I was sitting at the start of the footy season this year and I was like, I I love football so much. All I do all week is listen to football media, talk about football media. Watching football is like 10% of the footy media I consume. Yeah. And the only two kinds of podcasts or media I hear is data experts Mm -hmm talking very flatly which i find genuinely quite fascinating mm-hmm. and then the other group is the lads and i'm like these are the guys who like bullied me at school and and yeah. i i don't relate to them i've spent my life like trying to be mates with them and impress them and i genuinely don't care and all the people who i know who like football don't like these people even and there's a huge amount of people out there who like football who aren't represented at all and the more we try and do new things, the more, exactly what you said, the, the more mainstream it becomes, the better football is is richer for it. Yeah, well, there's like one point of view that's being, um, what's the Represented word? or you're like, Amplified. Yeah. advocated or. Yeah, yeah um, where like the AFL, the people that watch AFL mm. are like most people, like most people in Melbourne would have some idea of AFL, mm-hmm. but there's only one type of person that's really being spoken to. Yes. And even like if you go into a press box, usually I can only imagine there are like <laughs> like four women yeah. on a really good day. Yeah, they are all white women. They're all middle class yeah. women. More often than not, they're blonde women. Mm-hmm. Like they're all the same kind of woman. And like that's where even people like 
patting themselves on the back being like, but look, we've got this yes, woman. And yeah. it's like, great. But even that, yes. like you're shoehorning in like one type of woman. It, that's so frustrating. But even like, that's how I got my start because like people were like, oh, oh no, we better, we better get a woman yeah. voice in. And then because I was so vocal and I was saying something different to what everyone else was saying, then, people took note. But then often you find as well when that, the, the act of trying to bring a woman onto a panel and stuff, mm. it's only ever one position. And then all <laughs> of a sudden you find yourself in a position where you're in competition with another female presenter. Yeah. And it's not like there could ever be two. I think we're, we've, yeah. we've progressed as a, as a culture in the football world where there's one woman now and that's so progressive. Yeah. The yeah. notion that there could be two or yeah. more is, is still crazy. But uh, I'm glad that you are flying the flag and doing something new and different. So yeah, thanks. What did you, what, how long ago did you go to journalism school and what, and what was, the, <laughs> what was <laughs> that like? Did you, were you there with the people who wanted to cover murders and stuff like that or is it like a whole different stream? Well, uh, I've got three degrees. So I started doing... Oh, right. yeah, sorry. <laughs> What kind of hex are we looking at here? <laughs> mm, I really don't want to talk about my hex. Um, but I did a business degree and an arts degree when I was like fresh out of uni. Yep. And then that covered media and communications. And I was like, oh, I'm actually obsessed. Also with like how media works mm. um, as well as just like yep. how to be in there. Mm. Um, and then I did a master's of global media during the pandemic. And that's where like my master's ran pretty like um, – like along with the journalism one. Mm. So like most of our courses, like units were the same. Yeah. Um, doing a journalism degree, like in the last, I reckon, five, ten years, like so grim. It yeah. is so grim because like yeah. you have lecturers telling you there's no jobs. You have lecturers really? telling you like the laws aren't on your side and like. Yeah. We went to acting same, school. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> don't do this. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Welcome to school. Shouldn't be here. And I'm just like, <laughs> That's so dire. Yeah, like, yeah. is everyone giving up? Um, but like, I have very strongly been like new media. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. I'm such a fan of it. Like, I don't know whether you know Richard Baker, but he is one of the best investigative. I can't say that word, which is really embarrassing. Mm, journalists. Um, oh, the OBE, uh, English broadcaster, best known as newsreader for BBC News between 1954 and 1982. No, actually the one that works at The Age. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> actually, well, he doesn't work there anymore. He used to. Yeah. But he, like multi-walkly award winner. Right. And I interviewed him when I was doing my master's to be like, everyone's saying journalism is dying. Like, what do you think about this? And mm -hmm. he was very optimistic, which put a lot of spring in my step. And now, well, for there was like two weeks where we were colleagues before he quit after I started. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, there's like, so much optimism. Colleagues. It's such a good yeah. job. <laughs> Come. I quit. <laughs> yeah. But not for me. I'm actually yeah. out. It's pretty yeah, exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So doing a journalism degree. Oh, yeah. It's dire. It yeah. is so, so dire. But hopefully there is a little bit of like, you know, with the success of podcasts and yeah, things yeah. like that, oh, being totally. like, it's just on different platforms. Even yeah. like me trying to get like people, like people to take like social media more seriously. Mm. Like, uh, for example, we don't do that much netball coverage. Yeah. But my most popular TikTok is like 170k on like a netball game yeah and i was like see people care about it you just need to like reach new audiences well the main thing we do is try and convince tv people that they should engage with people who come from online auntie donna yeah, the group yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. come from online mm. and tv is in a position now where it's like no the numbers that were good 10 years ago mm. would be bigger than the grand final now so like if you put a tv show on now the numbers that are incredible 10 years ago would get you axed so they're in a position where like no one watches TV anymore, which is actually just not true. It's just that a generation are consuming probably more media than their parents did. I mm. agree with that. But just in a completely sure. different place. Yeah. And so if you figure out how to actually keep talking in those new medias, mm. then you're completely fine. You can make an absolute career at it. Podcast numbers are incredible at the moment across yeah. like you look at people like Hamish and Andy and yeah. just these huge, like incredible numbers listen to podcasts. But you've just um Why don't you put any of this stuff on TikTok? Uh, well, because we can't figure out these cameras <laughs> oh, quite <okay>. legitimately. <laughs> legitimately. There's these cameras in this room mm -hmm. and they're really good, but we haven't figured out how to do it yet. But we're endeavouring to. We've got okay, quite yeah. boomer energy, me and Braden, with some things. <laughs> but and we know a lot of young them. people. Yeah. But even just like being like, okay, well, what are the least five coolest AFL teams? Apparently you had Essendon <laughs> in there. I'm not sure about that. But like not you, you put too. that on TikTok. Everyone's so mad at me. <laughs> so much engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. No, you're, you're, you're very right. It's all about every young. There's a lot of good podcasters who I reckon they think about the visuals before they even think about mm. the, um, 
the actual content. Yeah. And because it's it's essentially the footy show, but in in thirty second takes, and it's you know Tom Mitchell <laughs> talking about to Josh Giddy or something. Totally. I think I've fallen in love with like. Your this, wife. Uh, well, yeah, that. But like <laughs> the journalists on TikTok just, I don't even know if they consider themselves journalists or whatever. But I keep sending Broden, this guy who is like looking into like the worst rentals of Melbourne. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Purple Pingers. Do you know that guy? No, but great name. But yeah. he will go in and, and someone will write into him and say, I've got this problem with my landlord or whatever. And he'll go out and have a look at the laws and help them defend themselves and, and put it back on them. And I feel like that's oh, yeah, he's modern journalism in a way, right? It, yeah. Yes. And he does it funny and he says swear words. Yeah, so it's, quite, cool. it's very amusing. <laughs> so what is a day... In your working life entail, mm. what does it look like? Depends what kind of day we're talking about. because, okay. And that's probably one of my favourite things about my job is it's so varied. Like mm-hmm. it's not – because I did work in a marketing agency for a few years and that was very much just like Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, mm. and every day feels the same. Well, and now I feel so lucky. Yeah. And even though the weeks often can feel the same, especially because like a lot of storylines in AFL yeah. are the same. Like let's talk about the bump for another 72 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. But like I'm not coming out of covering like a tribunal knowing that like the following day I'm also covering a yeah. tribunal. So, Do you do tribunal? Oh, yeah, sometimes. I had to do oh. the Jacob Van Royen one yeah. and I had to do the Patrick Crit one. So they were, that's they were, were they both? I know the Van Royen one was long. Yeah. Oh, the Patrick Crip ones, they were like, it'll be like 40 minutes max, like from <laughs> from the get-go. And so I didn't pee. I didn't eat. I was in like, the room? Well, I was on Zoom, but in the age. Yeah, right. And right. like change. Like you're not, because if you get up to go for even 10 seconds and that's when they decide to come back and give the decision and you don't have it there. Yeah. So I wasn't allowed to leave my computer Jeez. for like five hours. Oh my <laughs> God. Like this is not what I that was That sounds promised. like my nightmare, like genuinely. I, I get claustrophobia <laughs> over that shit. Oh, it's just frustrating. <laughs> also because that was so just being like, we're really going to look at the terminology bump and what bump oh means. God. And I was like, <laughs> the seriousness that people take this. And I get it. I know why. I'm not yeah, kidding. passionate. Like, not, but right? like, that's yeah, like a legal thing funny. as well. Let's mm. break down the word till it doesn't mean anything. Bill Clinton famously, when he was like, he lied, um, he, w- he perjured. And then they were like, he, he was breaking, because he's a lawyer, he was breaking down, depends by what you mean by the word is, is. Oh, my God. <laughs> by your definition of what the word is, is. And I think that's, like, what saved him. Right. Was him, like, fully breaking down words to, like, the, to their tiniest meaning. Yeah, what does incidental means was the Jacob Van Royen mm. one. Yeah, and, and that was a bloody travesty, and I'm so glad he got <laughs> um, But, yeah, every day, like, if you take a Saturday, that's going to the MCG, sitting down. Howard turf. Yeah. Love it. Um, but like going there like an hour before the game starts, covering mm. the game, doing the coaches presses, mm. that really eerie feeling of then going back to the press box yeah. when everyone has left the ground. And so it's just like empty except for the poor security guards that have to wait on the actual ground until yes. we all go home. Mm. And they are, I used to work in the MCG. Oh, cool. Um, I used to work in the event staff there. Security at the MCG used to be, can't speak for now, they're treated so badly. Mm. They're like, like they're supposed mm. to have relievers and they just never come and yeah, so bad, so and bad. Yeah, anytime you're doing crowd control with that amount of people, you're going to get awful people. But the um, I remember the guys who were on the field. They like they wear their footy shoes and they have like a real energy about them. Like, oh, I'm gonna tonight. I'm taking down someone. <laughs> You'd see him in like the tea room, cool. the tea room, going like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna knock someone. If down. anyone comes, I'm gonna take them. <laughs> so yes, I so you you go to the press, you go down to the interview. Mm-hmm. And then you go back up to to uh, the press to, box. to P level P. Yeah. Um, tell us about the press box because mm-hmm. I used to work down the hallway from it. Mm-hmm. But tell us about it. what kind of free food are we getting in here? Oh, do you want the MCG or do you want Marvel? Oh, I want both, and I want you to compare both. Yeah, and tell us which one. I better. have a really controversial opinion. Oh, here we go. I don't hate Marvel. And as a stadium? As a stadium and as a journalist. And I'm the only journalist that I know who has that <laughs> feel. Everyone very strongly does not like being at Marvel Stadium. What do you like about it? Uh, they have veggie pasties and there's no hot food for vegetarians yeah. at the MCG. Right. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that I, sounds about exactly right. right. No, that's yeah. a very fair point. But also, mm-hmm. what about the poles there coming in dust? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's not pretty, but also like, <laughs> 40's not supposed to be pretty. No, you that's true. Do you have a problem dust? Like, but it's not supposed to be like, depra- like I'm sp- I want to feel happy when I'm at the footy. Sure. And when you go there and it's like the lights, that those feels like you're in a hospital waiting room, the lights, and then like, it's always freezing when it's, it's always more cold in there. It's cold light even is how I would describe it's it. It's because you go for the bombers, <laughs> isn't it? It's, yeah. 
It's um okay. So you, you would say the experience as a press person is better at Marvel than it is at the MCG. Oh, just for me personally, yeah. right. because I get fed. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you get them filtered like the carafes with the filter? You pr- the press down, you get like filtered black coffee. No. That's not in the press box. But we do have our own barista, so oh, I'm yeah. not going oh, to that's complain. Pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> in both, like really? it was one of. Yeah, and because I still feel pretty green, like I've been mm. covering, it's my second season covering AFL men's games, Yeah, um, and I still feel pretty green, but also because I am come from women's sport where it's like you're lucky to get like mm. a table that's not in the rain, Yeah, yeah. Um, that I, I'm still just like, oh my God, wow, like we get free sparkling water and yeah. there's Coke and like I can just go and get a meat pie if I didn't care about animals. Um, <laughs> like that's amazing to me. Oh, that is so cool. It's so good. They have jam donuts at yeah, half time. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm still like, this is so cool. I remember doing the Australian Open, and we got um, thirty dollars a day to spend on food there. You and I was like, him. I was like, are you serious? Like, I've made it. <laughs> oh my I God. couldn't believe that we had. There were QR codes on the media desk. You could like text to ask for a coffee to be brought to your table. Yes, yeah, cool. and I had people who had been working like the Australian Open for 10 plus years being like, mm. oh, it's not as good as it used to be. <laughs> like, are you serious? We've got to use a QR code. It's not weighted. When, when, yeah. when we tour, um, when, you, when you're on the road, each venue um, is supposed to give you something called a rider. Yeah. Which is um, free drinks and food and it's supposed to be really impressive. Mm. And uh, you have to give them your rider. So mm. we would always ask for a big Jamison and then a bunch of fizzies and then maybe some food and stuff like that. And for like three years, at every venue we went to, I would steal everything yeah, yeah. and take it home with Why me to Melbourne. Why would you not? Of course. Yeah. And uh, I think it was, I don't know if this is true or not, Seth Century used to bring the rapper, used to bring an extra piece of luggage with nothing in it and fill it with the rider and take it home. I mean, you totally so could. I used to work at the Croxton and I covered a few oh. of Seth Century's gigs, but I can't actually confirm or deny that because I <laughs> never did the rider yeah. stuff. That's, I, I steal it. I, I, I'm all about not? it. Yeah. Sorry, okay, so you mostly work at not. You're shifting. It's like shift hours, pretty much. Yeah. And so, do you have to stay at the ground and write there and get it in? And yeah, hand it in? yeah. Because also because I work print, so our deadlines are all over the place and mm-hmm. not very. Um, there's not a lot of room for leeway. So quite often it'll be like, okay, well our deadline's eight p.m., so mm-hmm. you have to have it in by seven thirty at the latest. Yeah. And right. then you can go back and like add stuff in for online oh. or whatever it is. But I mean, even just like with that Jacob Van Royan case, I mean, we didn't make print by like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like oh, right. they, yeah. Brutal. And it was like when it's if it's over deadline, it's over deadline. Um, which means that I mean. Biggest thing working AFL men's is like just trusting my gut because it's like I don't have time to yeah. like. I mean, I've got five minutes from like doing that interview to like having to give it to my yeah. editor. Like, I just have to be like, well, that's what I think most important. And how do you Off spell you check? Do you like, is there a spell check, a super spell check, or do you just hope for the best and you're just very good at your job? I'm or? Just very good at my job. No. <laughs> um, th- I mean, we have software like, like yeah. Otter, which like transcribes yeah. interviews and then like you, I would listen to it and make sure that it's like correct. Cool. Um, but also like, yeah, I'm pretty sure my sub-editors, if they were listening to this, would be like, oh, you submit a lot of spelling <laughs> errors. <laughs> I totally feel like I've had that, though, before where, like, I've read, like, a little column and been like, oh, my God, they didn't mention X, Y, Z from the game. Like, but mm. it makes sense. Like, you just go with whatever you think is, like, going to be the story from the game, right? Yeah, especially, and also if, like, because I do live blogging quite a lot, mm-hmm. and that's literally live. Yeah. So there are times where it's like, well, this is how I'm going to describe that particular injury. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't have time to watch the replay. Like, I need to get it up right you now. You might say it's a knee, but it's an ankle or something, right? Like, if, mm. yeah, like the, all that sort yeah. of stuff. He yeah. looks sore. Yeah. <laughs> sore leg. I was just being like, he limped off looking a bit ginger. Like, yeah. Do you have a shortcut for down the rooms? <laughs> just like, he's gone down the rooms? Yeah, I would say he's gone down the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with him. Yeah. Uh, that's horrifying to me, right? Because whenever I go to a football game, if I'm being completely honest, and I watch, I'm watching Melbourne say, and then the votes are at the end. They go, clearly Petraka, three votes. He was so good. Mm. And I'm like, I didn't notice him. Mm. Yeah. I, I often. Mm. Do you have this a lot? Well, I was on the best on ground voting panel for the country round. And yeah. Tom Hawkins, eight goals. Thank God. I was like, at that game, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry like, about that. Sigh of, well, it was, I was actually like pretty stoked because I was on the voting so panel. And I was, yeah. yeah, it was so clear. And also. Sammy Wiedemann, two, of course, as well. <laughs> Carl Langford, yeah. just all the votes. Um, I kind of didn't want it to be an Essendon win yeah, because sure. I was nervous because people know that I go for Essendon and I'm sure. on the voting panel, yeah. even though like it would never influence what I did. I just know that there is some people that might see that as 
interesting. Of course, there's someone out there that would think that. would that. know that. Of course. But yeah. then, like, for the AFLW Grand Final, I was on, and, well, you might not actually agree with this because I know you're a Melbourne supporter. And, I am. Uh, I gave Shannon Campbell three votes and Olivia Purcell two yeah. votes. And if I'd flipped that, Olivia Purcell would have got the best on ground wow. for the Grand Final. Wow. <laughs> yeah, see, everything was against us that day. Well, except was, the result. If, exactly right. <laughs> so it was played in fucking, where was it? Like Springfield? Just somewhere. Yeah. And the paint was still drying mm. on the building. Yeah. The whole week, every Nat Edwards, everyone I listened to, nothing to say about Melbourne. This is a, this is a day for Brisbane. Let's mm. celebrate Brisbane. And we walked away with the chocolates and it was so good. And like, um, I was just so happy for... Blaith Macon, whose name I'm saying wrong, Sinead Goldrick, our Irish, our, our Irish players. Um, Blahine? Pardon? Blahine? Blahine. Yeah. Um, Daisy. Oh. It was such a... And then my favourite thing is she said... I'd like to ask you about this. Okay. She said... The cars. <laughs> yes. She said, we don't get free cars. We just show up and we play. And it, met, and it suggested to me that either Brisbane or other teams were welcoming... Underpaid players, granted, cars when they when they played for them. Yeah, so I have a pretty good guess of what club that was. It was another Melbourne club. Yeah, so it's going to be. Right. It's going to be. I'm. Um, can I say? Yeah. It's going to be Carlton for sure. It wasn't. Oh, it would be Collingwood. Collingwood's got the most money, doesn't it? Wasn't they? Collingwood. Oh, oh right. Collingwood is Holden, <laughs> uh, and then. Carlton is Hyundai. But this is not reported, right? This is not. No, this is actually. No. So this is. This is not some fact. pure speculation. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I'm trying to think of guys' cars in Melbourne. I mean, is it just purely a Mazda? money thing or is it a Mazda, Maybe thing? North. North are good. I reckon it's North, but we will never know. Right. Never north know. are very good in the, uh, in the AFLW. Yeah, right. But uh, no, and then I said to, I met a Melbourne player recently and I said, is that true? And she was like, off the record. She was like, yeah, that dogs are getting all the free <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, off the record and this is what she said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't say the name. It could no, be no, anyone. No, it could be anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. that well, was- That stuff, so, it's actually really interesting within the AFLW circles because they don't get paid very much. So that money's coming from somewhere else and it's usually coming from sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And so it's the sponsorships aligned with those- Clubs in there. Yeah. Yes. No, it's so You can work it out. You can work it out. But that's, yeah. it's pretty much it's just the same as VFL in the 80s, really, in that mm-hmm. you could convince, you know, Gary Ablett to play if you, cars would just all, you know. Wasn't play. that the whole, thing, the whole thing with Chris Judd as well? I might be misremembering awfully, but it was a Vizzy thing. Yeah. He, he was given he, a role he, in Vizzy. He did retire and go into a very nice job. But yeah. But he's also a pro, apparently a very smart, intelligent person. Sure. But, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's. This is stuff that I I know nothing about. Neither do I. Just shouldn't. And we don't have sponsors either for this podcast. So (laughs) if people want to give us free stuff, we'll we'll never talk bad about anyone again. (laughs) Um, Speaking of AFLW, Mm. AFLW8 coming up this September or August? Yeah. So it starts in the buy round of the men's season. Yeah. Which is that soon? September. Yeah. So, yeah, three months. Oh, between the, the buy between the finals. Yes. Sorry. I was thinking you meant like next oh, week. And I was sorry, like, no, oh, sorry. No, the God, finals I've got to get on it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Melbourne has retained, this is what I have retained everyone. Yeah. It's actually one of the most exciting things about watching AFLW is the off season because it's not covered 10% as much as the mm. AFL. There's no trade radio for nine yeah. weeks around it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just start seeing these social media posts going up and saying- like Libby Birch is now going to Geelong or like you just all these huge players just moving around. Yeah. Um, and we'll, I, I just kept opening Melbourne's AFLW and just going, no one's moved yet, no one's moved yet. And we, we got through okay. In fact, we got a few. Who, you, who do you think has become the most, the strongest in this off season for the AFLW? Will not become the strongest, but stayed the strongest, yes. which is definitely Melbourne. Yeah, you reckon? Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just because they've held on to all of those players and a lot of other clubs are kind of like looking at them being like, I mean, obviously they've got a really good culture and they've kind of, it's, it very much feels like they've just got made a deal with each other being like, if we stay together, we'll win premierships, yeah. Mm-hmm. which, yeah. Particularly hard looking, thing. That's it's likely. It's even bigger commitment when you're being paid a fraction of what the men are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally to just say, we are here for victories and wins. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And especially because, like, Brisbane were the, like, just so elite for so long yeah. and they've just mm-hmm. lost 
Uh, best and fairest best and, best and <laughs> player, Emily Bates to Hawthorne, along with Greta Bodie to Hawthorne. They've lost their leading goal kicker, Jesse Wardlaw. She went to St Kilda. So I'm so interested. Yeah. Like I've asked a few uh, players what they think of Brisbane and they're like, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. It's like, I don't know. Like oh, they've yeah. taken a big hit. And also those players like St Kilda and Hawthorne are both like pretty bottom of the ladder yes, kind yes. of. I was curious Teams. about your Hawthorne. Go on, sorry. But it will be interesting to see not only just being like, okay, great. Well, now you've got Emily Bates and you've got Greta Bodie, but having those two players can like lift the rest of yes. the team because uh, like Hawthorne have only done a season as well. So they're young. They're not used to like the professional standards yeah. that the Brisbane girls. Uh, the, the, the young generation of young players coming through in the AFLW, it's actually, it's, there's clear reasons for it, but they're so exciting. Mm-hmm. Like when you, there's players now who, when AFL one, AFLW one started, we're like in year seven or like we're at the perfect time to, there's a, a generation coming through now who said, I can do this and mm. I'm going to start moving my life towards this. So mm. once again, Alyssa Bannon is an example of that yeah. at Melbourne for me, who is a, an actual elite football player. Yeah. It's fast, quick, agile, skilled. And if I was, if Hawthorne are on the right track, just load up with young players and blood them through. Yeah, Definitely. And yeah, so you've yeah you've got players that have been in the system now since they were basically yeah. a kid. Like Georgie Presparkis mm. is as good as some of the like veterans of yeah. the game. Yeah, in the same side that you have in. Yeah, sorry, I keep going back to Melbourne because. But um, mm-hmm. uh, Daisy and uh, who's our best? Karen player? Paxman. Karen Paxman. The Pax. Karen Paxman, who was like just a classic footballer. Mm. Her in the same side as someone like Bannon or Eden Zanka, who yeah. have grown up with it. Yeah. It's um, it, it, you, there's such a sparse difference in just the way they play. Yeah. Um, I, it's it's um, it's a different style of football, but I love watching it. So, who would you say at the moment are the top five AFLW players this season? It's a really hard question to answer. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, Moncon, like yes. who plays for Richmond, like she's the type of player that like most people are bewildered that she hasn't got a best and fairest. Yeah. yeah like she's taken out all of Richmond's best and yeah. fairest and like rightly so. She came second in the like overall best and fairest the, last yeah. season and it came down to like a few votes. Mm. But it She is- just signed recently with Geelong she, or one of their WNBL teams. I think she's just- She plays for Southside Flyers. Yes. Yes. Um, In the basketball. Mm. Yeah. She's also one of the basketball's best players, which feels wildly unfair. Yeah. Totally. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Richmond's list appeared to me to be huge upside, but al- the bottom side, not so strong. So I remember watching when the season, when seven started, Tessa Levy is a, mm. is a freak talent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolute freak. Yeah. And so you- Mon and then Tessa Levy and then Kate, uh, Katie Brennan. And Greg Egan. Greg, Greg Egan. Her name is Grace Egan. But her nickname <laughs> Greg. is Greg. One time I actually wrote in the paper, Greg Egan, <laughs> and no one picked it up. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Just make it happen. Sorry, Grace. Um, yeah, Greg Egan, um, the Hosking twins. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Hosking twins, of course. Yeah. I Yeah, I think, and it's really interesting because, like, you've had, like, for the AFLW, like, the inaugural sides and then expansion comes through and Richmond are like the first to really like break into that like kind of top six mm, that have from, been an ex- expansion yeah. side and that gap is closing. So Richmond mm. are one of the most exciting things just purely to be like, we don't know. Yeah. we Yeah. So Mon's your number one or number five? Or there's no order. It's just your top five. Yeah. We're going to go top five. Okay. Um, and it's really hard for me to not just give you my top five SNM players. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> that's okay. Um, Jazzy Garner. Yes. Also one of those people that's just like, how does she not get votes? Like, it's genuinely bewildering sitting at the W Awards and not seeing her just at the top of, like, if you chat to any AFLW player and coach, mm. they'll be like, Jazzy Garner. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Yes. Doesn't make much sense. Um, the little profile that she gets. Also just best off ground every every game is her brother. Oh, right. Her brother is like leads the cheer squad and is so <laughs> loud. And often you can hear something and be like, oh, that'll be Jazzy Garner's brother. <laughs> it's the best. It's good value. Guns. I'm looking at photos of Jasmine Garner now. Oh, Guns. yeah. Built yeah, like yeah, a brick yeah. shithouse. The amount of times that people will say to me, oh, you're obsessed with AFW. Why don't you try out? I was just like, are you joking? <laughs> Look at the size of me. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. I would be flattened. There are a lot of PTs there. A lot yeah. of big PTs doing deadlifting. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, okay, who else? Um, 
So we're going with best, not most exciting. Can I go? Yeah, most exciting. Totally. Paige Scott is who I'm most excited to watch. So Essendon. Yep. Very much like... That's Essendon bias coming through. Oh, 100%, but genuinely so (laughs) exciting because like eight, oh, maybe 19 now, but 18 last season. Yeah. And just on field, very much like a Jake Stringer type. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like so, like will bowl people over, Mm -hmm. can mark it, can kick it, like is just such an exciting player to watch. And and again, like another one where I'll just like watch her run around and be like, I'm so glad I'm not out there. Born in <laughs> yeah, 2004. Totally. No, I hate that. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> 2004, yeah. Marnie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, good. So we've got who we've got? Jazzy Garner, Mon. We got uh, who we got? Uh, Paige Scott. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Alyssa Bannon, but we've already talked about her, but oh, I'll, yeah. I love Alyssa Bannon so much. That run. She did a yeah. run last year that was 100 and feel like 150 yards. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so good. And She follows she, yeah. me on Instagram. Oh, look at you. She doesn't follow me on Instagram. Well, uh-huh. I'll talk to her for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, great. Yes, no, she's she is, I think we've already talked about her. So good. Yeah. And also, she ticks the exciting box very much. Well, yeah, and that's it as well, just being like you need exciting players to mm-hmm. drive this competition, which mm-hmm. is so cool because, like, they've got all got personalities as well. Um, number five. Okay, give me a team and I'll. Port Adelaide. Oh, no, I don't care. no, sorry. I do. I actually love Port Adelaide. I feel like you need to give, I, like if I was doing this list and I'm not, you've got to give Erin a legacy one. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But she is on the other side of it now. But it's, yeah, it's also like in terms of like watching, she's obviously still very influential, but it's that type of role being like she, her on-field leadership is more important than anything else, especially because Port are a new side. Yes. And so I think that, She's driving the overall standards rather mm-hmm. than like her being necessarily a. Erin Phillips talking. We talked a little bit uh, last week about who's the most influential Australian sport person at the moment. Mm. We're talking about Ange and how incredible Ange Postacoglu's mm. career has been Mm-mm. and where we find him now. Erin Phillips, a WNBA superstar, mm. could still very much. She could be coaching a, a team in the WNBA. I think she's so smart, and it's just yeah. the, her story of coming into AFLW and just clocking everyone yeah, yeah. She, i'm so scared of her you know there's players who you're scared of yeah. because totally. when they get the ball you're like well we're cooked bont and pelly vibes yeah 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 um yeah so but she's not who would you go at five then well also just on that mm-hmm. if you so the w award doesn't have a name yet mm. are you it's calling it or daisy or, yeah i was gonna say are you calling it phillips or pierce well who knows who charlie brownlow is you know what i mean like genuinely, like, yeah. true. That's true. I've got no idea. Yeah. Well, that's it as well as being like, it is fun to be like, who's taking home Charlie? Like, it's weird to be like, who's taking home Aaron? Daisy? Yeah. yeah, I like that actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, Daisy works Daisy. better. Daisy yeah, that's it. Daisy, I I love Daisy so much. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the first those first games, the the showcase games at the MCG yeah. that were curtain raises back in like twenty. 14. I remember Bulldogs, when she was Melbourne. tiny little... Yeah, yeah like, well, like, that's one of the great injustices of the AFLW is that we've never seen Daisy in her prime and in yes. the AFLW because it was all... There's a few of them as well. Um, uh, Vessio oh. for for Derebin. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then um, who else as well? Uh, Even Paxi, really. Pax. Mel... Mel um, Hickey? Mel Hickey. Mm. Oh, I can't wait to see Mel Hickey coach. Is Mel Hickey coaching? Well, going through the, the pathways. Coaching. Yeah. But I reckon. During the Cert 3 or whatever it's called. And like yeah. very much just like when Mel will choose to do the head coach, like we'll be ready for it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see Mel coach at some point. Mel Hickey, we used to work in offices down the road from here and Mel Hickey used to come into the same cafe as That's me. That's cool. And I was the only, I can talk to most people. <laughs> And not be a dork, sure. and I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, apart from you, and um, and I and I, uh, I could not talk to her. Mm. I was just so starstruck by her, and uh, yeah, I, I was I was too much for me. Well, like I'm fine with AFL men's players. Mm. There are some women players where I'm just like, but I just think you're so cool, and I don't want you to see me <laughs> yes. as uncool. You know, it's hard as well, and this is a broad generalization, sure. but male footy players have been told since they were eight that you don't need to work on your personality. Yeah. You don't need to talk. You don't need to have interests. You ch- this yeah. is a broad In generalization. Fact, you're better off if you don't. Run, kick. <laughs> yeah. What, you, yeah. What, what is valuable to you is being a footy player. And, and so a lot of that entrenches shitty personality. Totally. Not all the time. Not I know some gun football players. Yes. Most of the people in the AFLW at the moment, are the ones I've met, the most interesting, oh, well-balanced, yeah. cool 
stuff to talk about people. Yeah, like some of them like doctors and stuff. Like, yes. Mm. What? You imagine playing as a doctor? <laughs> One used to coach my NBA team, Doc Rivers. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, great. Okay. Did we have a five? No. Give me a team. I don't want it to be Port Adelaide. Sorry, always goes. I just don't mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, we, did you say a Brisbane player? No. They, I think they should, or an Adelaide player. They should be, like, they're the two yeah. the powerhouses. Well, are they? Not any, Adelaide's <laughs> not anymore. Brisbane. Brisbane, yeah. Okay. Brisbane. Uh, for Brisbane, Sophie Conway. Yes. Just also because, Scary. like, yeah, what's the word? Like, it's not misfit. Like, rat bag. Like, yeah. she's a rat bag on <laughs> the field. Yeah, no, I hated her. Yeah, most people, like, like oppositions, like, she's real annoying on the field. That like, was a really She's an amazing satis- person <laughs> on field. You don't know. She's annoying. <laughs> That's so cool. No, yeah. okay, great. I've forgotten the list, but it's out there now. It's yeah. connected. Who was it? It was... I didn't write it down. Moncon. Moncon. Jazzy Jazz. Garner. Paige Scott. Paige Scott. Alyssa Bannon. Yep. And who we just spoke about, Sophie Conway. Also, because when there's a will, there's a Conway is my favourite thing to say. When it looks like Brizzy, you're going to lose and then Sophie does something good. Do you have ambitions of calling games? No. You don't want to ever, even as a special comments or a boundary or... It's not my skill set. Like, my skill set very much is like I can... Like, I love the narrative of games. I love the feeling of games. I love the emotion of games. But, like, one I've never played other than like a community mm-hmm. level so like special comments i just think there are people that are better at it than me yes. and so they should have those jobs sure yeah fair enough yeah um i feel the same i'm about i'm the mm. i'm a story guy mm. tom's a stat man yeah i, I love be. stats yeah do you love stats well i love being told stats yeah. um that fit the story that i'm trying to write yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the other day i actually was very fulfilled i tr- i was Simon Goodwin in a press conference said we're leading points, we're the, we're the league leaders in points. And, right. and I was like, that seems like a fake number to me. Yeah. So I looked it up. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I went through, tried to make all my own data about why we were in that position. Yeah, who's going off? And I dropped maths in year nine, so I shouldn't be mm. doing this. But it's also like with that stuff, it's been like, oh, well, Carlton have more inside 50s than uh, Collingwood, but all of Carlton inside 50s are going straight to Darcy Moore. So do they really <laughs> yeah, count? Like right. stats, I feel like you need a story around yeah. otherwise. 100%. How do you know? They're meaningless. So yeah. AFLW, in my opinion, the game has never looked better than it has in AFLW 7. I thought it was the most enjoyable to watch. Mm. And obviously there were some awful games between teams that are shouldn't be in the <laughs> league yet, 100%. But yep. at the top, like proper battles. Everyone was mad at how low scoring the AFLW grand final was. Mm. But it was a, just an absolute war. It was so I good. I wanted to vomit. That last like 10 seconds, I genuinely oh, felt good. ill. Like there was like less than a goal in it. Yeah. And you can, it can go either way. Like I yeah. know people are like, well, you only scored like five goals the whole game. Being like, great, that doesn't, Change the no. fact that mm-hmm. it's still on a knife's edge. It was such high skill. It was so... It was, oh, I loved it so much. I was so happy. Apart from the fact it was played 900 kilometres from civilization. Apart from that <laughs> in oh, Springfield. And hot. Yeah. And the media section, this is also like... Were you up there? Big gripe, yeah. Oh. Um, big gripe is that like the media section's outside. And so like you can't get media to come and cover games. So therefore, you know, the games no can't get the coverage. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, if totally. you don't... Allow for it. Bad mm. circle. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Infrastructure. Um, that seems to be yeah. the argument from the AFL was that f- we're going to have short-term hurt by having 18 teams. Some are going to be bad and we're going to have watch some bad football. But the best way to endear an audience is to have their footy team playing, even if it's brutal. Which is, totally. like, it makes yeah. sense. I know a bunch of guys who didn't follow AFLW and then all of a sudden there's a Richmond team, so they... They're engaged now and, yeah. and and feel connected to them. And it's true, like a, a percentage. Mm-hmm. My question to you, I, I, I bring up last season was the best for it. How do you, what would you do to continue to grow AFLW going into the future? What are the things that they need to improve on or build in? Um, more games. Like to yeah. have only 10 weeks in a season, you can't do anything with 10. Could you imagine if the AFL men's was 10 weeks? Particularly if there's Great. seven, Carlton's 18 eight. teams. Like what are you talking about? Yeah, there's no journey. <laughs> there's no, who's actually good? Yeah. Yeah, across 10 weeks. It's and not enough. Also, yeah. like, you're building this momentum. Like, at the end of a season, everything's really exciting. You've got your trade period afterwards and then just, like, radio silence, basically. Yeah. For so long that everyone loses interest. So, 17 rounds or would you go for mm-hmm. twenty the equal of 22? Or? 17 uh, and slowly because you've also – you can't get these women to go 10 to – 17. Right. And Plus expect, a final series. Yeah. Like they're not, their bodies aren't trained for it. Also they have outside jobs and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Like it, it would be ludicrous to expect that. But yeah, slowly build it where like every season, 
two more games, two yeah. more games, two more yeah. games. Um, because yeah, in ten weeks you can barely and yeah, and all the teams don't play each other. Mm. So how are you supposed to build like fans connect emotionally when their teams are versing the teams of their friends and things like that? Like yeah. if yeah. you don't have Essendon versing Hawthorne, like that's a huge storyline you're just missing out. Exactly. And it's like it's for entertainment. Totally. So number one is more games. Just what is what is eight? What is eight going to be? Is it ten rounds again? Um, the CBA isn't signed, so who knows? Ah, oh, really? Yeah, no, wow. no joke. Like, yes, it. Tell us about like, the CBA. Not officially, but yeah, it will be ten yeah. weeks. Like, there's no way that they. And also because the AFL are tabling. Okay, so yeah, CBA collective um, bargaining agreement. Also, this is really interesting because like uh, it is two genuine. years ago, would not care less, and now I care so strongly about these C- like and the netball CPA. Ca- care so strongly about these mm. agreements, but the AFL are tabling um, a nine-year deal with no growth of games in that. So they want nine... Ten for nine years. Yep. All right. Yep. That's so stupid. Yep. There's seven teams that you wouldn't play. Is that right? Yep. You'd have to do East and West conferences or something. That's the only way you could make it make sense because that's yeah. what they do in the NBA and then they come together at the end. But they all play each other twice. Totally, yeah. There's like 80 games. But then, yeah, so yeah. You, you never... That's the problem with the NBA is the two best teams arguably don't play in the final game of the year because yeah. you don't know. Like, yeah, correct. And yeah. West Coast suck. <laughs> yeah. And Frio are sometimes strong. Oh, yeah. Port Adelaide yeah. suck. Adelaide yeah. suck again. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the grand final, if that's at a West East, you know, yeah, situation. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, yeah. They're playing Melbourne or, like, a or Brisbane, powerhouse yeah. Brisbane or something. Yeah. Well, even in Season 7, like, Essendon did pretty well. Like, they were, I think, one or two games off playing finals. But also the AFL did it so all the four expansion teams had, e- like, easier runs. Like, they versed each other. Yeah, right. Whereas, like, Melbourne and Brisbane had a lot harder yeah. seasons. Mm. So, like, for the integrity of the competition. And would you, do you do, like, an EPL relegation? Where the, there's a, there's 18 teams, but there's nine. You the top nine play the top nine, and the bottom nine. Oh yeah. <laughs> you you can't I've have just solved it. You can't have ten games without doing something, right? Or do you just that's what they that, that's is that what they looking want. like yeah. that's going to happen? No. So the AFLPA are pretty steadfast about being like we're not going to accept that. Yeah. But also the season kicks off in September. Yeah. It's like you need to have something. So I was thinking, signed. I can't believe that. Like yeah. even for salaries, like yeah. they don't know what they're getting paid without this CBA signed. Is yeah. that men's and women's at the same time, or is it? So they're pushing for joint and like power to the men as well because. Yeah. To be honest, when it was originally being like we would love a joint CBA, I thought, great, you're going to get a lot, like a lot of men's players. You're going to have to get them over the line. Yeah. Men's players have been great. All the leaders are like, yeah, it makes sense. Why would we not? Yeah. Like mm. even I did a piece um, two weeks ago about the CBA and Max Gorn, like he like He's talked to me for it to be like he would be like, yeah, why would we not want more growth for the women's game? Mm. It's the, the it's the right thing to do, but at the same time, it's also. Cynically, the smartest thing to do if you want growth. Oh, At the moment, yeah. 50% of the community aren't mm-hmm. engaging with a sport. There's huge growth by just opening it up to women. So. And, like, the passionate fans that you've got in footy, mm-hmm. great. You're not going to lose them. No. But there's this whole section of people that you can target mm. and that might be a slow burn. But once you've got them, mm. like, people don't lose their love for the game. No. Like, once no. you've got them, exactly. you've got them. Yeah, and, and when a team's good, people come out of the woodwork to support them. Yeah, ex- yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, okay, great. So, that's what you would do is get the collective bargaining agreement signed. I'll sign that. <laughs> and have more games. First pillar. <laughs> well, yeah. Makes sense to me. I mean, it's also just like in the men's where, you know, uh, you've got like Cochin and Heppel, like they're being managed because of their age. How are you supposed to tell your older players, like, we're going to manage you and you're not going to play the first couple of games or we're going to only have you on, like, managed minutes. Yeah. And they're like, great, well, you don't know how long the season is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally. so- we're going to rest you for five games. <laughs> yeah. And, then and do they play- get match day bonuses as well? That's a really good question. I'm not because sure. if it's a shorter season, then they'd want to play, right? Because it's, like, where you can make more money and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So they might not want to be rested as well. Makes it hard. That does make it hard. Can I ask you another thing? I know that yeah. you are across the uh, netball yeah. as well. Super netball? Yeah. I'm not as cross netball as well, but Collingwood, like a decade ago now, were like, we're powerhouses. Mm. Mm-hmm. We are not only are we the biggest team in the AFL, we, are, we have a netball team and mm. we're going to prop that up. And then they brought in their women's team. And, mm. and then about a week or two ago, they discontinued their license in, in the netball mm. and a bunch of netballers are now out of a job or yep. they don't have a well, contracts or yeah so netball's worse than aflw so without their signed cpa which 
is not signed. Mm. And there's uh, there's two rounds left of the netball. All netball players out of contract, every single one. So not only Collingwood what can't play for Collingwood next season, but every single netballer is out of a contract at the end of this season. So at the end, at the end of the year, everyone who plays for the Vixens, you don't know where they're playing next year. Yeah, I mean, assume like it's a pretty good assumption that like. That's Liz insane. Watson will be offered another contract by Melbourne when she yeah. when, when they can. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but clubs aren't can't offer those contracts without that sign. But then like yeah. the Sydney team can just go, but we're gonna offer you more now and, and poach a bunch of, like this. Yeah. You would expect mass movement. Like, could you imagine if this was happening in the men's? It would be incredible. I would actually love it. Yeah, yeah. I feel for it. Complete reset. The first ever reset in 150 years. It'd be like the purge. <laughs> it would feel like Hunger Games or something. Like yeah. But I also heard that it was a bit of nastiness with Collingwood saying that they only got the netball team in to get grants and stuff. Do you think there's any truth to that? Like, uh, it's, it's an interesting argument yeah. because there's a lot of finger pointing from everyone. Like on the day, so yeah, so Collingwood got their netball team in 2017 mm-hmm. and then net, and then Collingwood have had grants to like build up their women's facilities and they're obviously still investing a lot in the AFRW and VFRW programs, but they've mm-hmm. canned their super netball um, program. Yeah. And Collingwood, like the players released a statement that night that the it was announced that the license was being withdrawn. All the players um, from Collingwood released a statement basically pointing the finger at Netball Australia and right. saying right. we weren't supported enough mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you kind of botched it. Yeah. And then you've got Netball Australia saying we don't think that your arguments are sound. Yeah. Um, and we're really disappointed because Netball Australia are like, well, you're choosing to prioritise your AFL arm mm-hmm. and really your men's footy arm mm-hmm. yeah. over us and that's like really disappointing. Totally. Um, yeah. So a bit on all sides. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of bad blood, I would <laughs> yeah, say, totally. in the netball world. A shit moment. show. How do they so, fix yeah. it then, right? Like, it just sounds like, well, who's, yeah. well, also for broadcasting reasons, you have to have eight teams. So there has to be a completely new team by the next Super Netball season. It's not, is there any talk of who that's going to be at all? Yeah, so... Uh, June 20th is where applications are and Netball Tasmania have said we're keen. Netball oh, Victoria are super keen. Like mm. they want to hold that license. Yeah. So it would be similar. So instead of like just giving it to like say Geelong Football Club, it would be Netball Victoria would hold the license and have an alliance with, I mean, it could be anyone. Yeah. But for an yeah. example, like you could then have it with Geelong yeah. instead of just like giving Geelong the club. Right. So that's, yeah, so that's yeah. what giants do. Like a Like a... Branding rights, almost, or something like that, but it's only like a way. strategic partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just stop what happened with Collingwood from happening, right? Because yes. Netball Victoria wouldn't. If do you're that. That happen, if yeah. you're not crazy, you give Tassie that you give Tassie that license, don't you? Well, yeah. unless Fox have a big say in who right. that license is, and they do. Yeah, and they do. Because yeah. <laughs> that's where the money. And they would like it the money to is, be yeah. a Victorian and team. Do yeah. you watch? Just out of curiosity, are you watching a lot of your sport on a platform called Ko? <laughs> Can you tell me more about the music of Ko? <laughs> yes, <by any> chance? <laughs> we're remixing it because uh, yeah. I love Ko mm-hmm. and I think it's the perfect app. Okay, to you watch. obviously haven't had it glitch when you're doing a live <laughs> broadcast. Uh, it doesn't sound like no. Ko to me. Does not sound like Ko <laughs> or the same. Have you seen that one ad that's playing on fucking loop at the moment? Which, which is one? the it's like it's a TV and it's like one of the art TVs, you know, where they put a picture. Oh, in, yeah, yeah. And it's like a two snooty yeah, art people yeah. and this salt of the earth guy comes. And he's like, that's not art, mate. That's a telly. That's the new <laughs> QLED 80 inch. And they're like, oh. I have seen that at I have not. They play it. They play it so much. Mm. But they've actually got to the point now where they play it back to back. Yeah. So the ad starts, it plays through and then just starts again. <laughs> He's passionate about it, you can tell. <laughs> Broden's exploding. How yeah. do you feel about the Tyler Hanks Bunnings ad? Because that got played about 20 yeah. times every single AFLW game. Melbourne player Tyler season. Hanks. She's, yeah. uh, she works at Bunnings. All right. <laughs> yeah. But he plays footy. That's pretty sick. So the way she trains, she lifts them <laughs> bloody paint cans. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I was okay with that because she's a D. The one that the one that I see constantly that sh- that I think Colgate ads are so cynical. Sure. That one about the um the hearing impaired player and oh. she feels alone and then they sing the song with um using Auslan. It plays, but the way that the ads are so fucking cynical. Yeah. Like they're, 
Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, though. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> um, There's the other one they had for Taylor Hanks. When it's like, when the mm. cyber bullies are bullying you. <laughs> yeah, shout out Colgate. It's like, yeah, Colgate's going to fix that problem. Yeah, 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 totally. totally. They solved sexism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can all go home. Hey, really good yarns. Cool. I think we're done. Okay. Unless you had any questions for us. <laughs> um, uh, who do you think is going to win the flag in season eight? There's not Melbourne. If Melbourne can't win oh, it. Oh, good question. I think... I didn't know Brisbane had lost a lot of their core players. Mm. And it will still be the top team who finishes top will have home advantage, won't it? Mm -hmm. So there's a chance that you're going to... It would be nice if we had a science team. (laughs) There's no way of knowing, unfortunately. But that means that if it was Melbourne, it would be in Cranbourne. (laughs) No, it would. It wouldn't. It would be a Vizzy or it would be a Cadinia Park. Oh, Windy. No, Windy. You can see where my allegiance is. It's Casey Fields and that ground is horrible. Which is also... One of the main things about, like, AFLW being low-scoring mm. is, one, they play in the elements yeah. with a lighter ball. So, so yeah. like, that... Even windier. It's, yeah, it makes it genuinely really hard. Like, if you had, like... I get so frustrated whenever the preseason games in the AFL men's happen. They're like, oh, but you can't really know what the performance is like because they were playing out in the elements. And I'm like, yeah. are you serious? Yeah, you go totally. to town slamming the women for that every yeah. single week. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. 100%. Um, Okay, let's just talk Essendon very quickly. Okay, yeah, great. How do you feel about the Bombers? <laughs> uh, very well. Yeah. Men's or women's? Um, talking about the men, so Brad Scott and... Uh, I and just did the mid-season review for The Age, actually. Oh, right, and that's available at uh, 7-Eleven Shell <laughs> or, like, online at the... Uh, yeah, Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, great. Um, I, was, I was actually pretty nervous because when they divvied them up, I got given Essendon and Fremantle and... Essendon, uh, for the day they went live, like, that's the most read one is Essendon and Carlton. It's like, sure. people are going to, like, I have to say players that are doing well and I have to say players that I think could lift. Yeah. yeah. People are going to come for me. Who, like, who genuinely, did you say could lift? Oh, and is, it, is that, uh, this could, will be in like a week, by the way, so. Uh, yes, it's, it's a light. Who life. could lift? Um, Dyson, Heppel. Yep. Yep. Um, I would, should have gone to Gold Coast. That's what you should have done. Um, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> um, who could lift? Um, Who's the other tall who played? Oh, I'm trying to think. No, I was going to say Stringer, but he's really coming to form now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he yeah. just started a bit slow. I didn't say Tipper, even though I could have made an yeah. argument for that. No, you yeah. can't talk ill about Tipper. Yeah. He's so, when the ball, I was at that farm game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, when the ball goes. At the MCG. The farm game, yeah. So that I, I think I talked about it on something. The farm game, you just walk from the train station. There's like three sheep in a paddock. Yeah. <laughs> And then like a handball drill and you're like, I feel like I'm in Kitan. Yeah. Um, uh, and you're not from, Essendon's not from the country. Well, no, I'm from Bathurst, New South Wales. Oh, you're salt of the earth. Mm. Yeah. Mount I'm Rabbitohs, born and bred. Oh. Rusty. Are you a rugby person? Yeah. So I really care about state of origin and no one gives two shits in my office about state of origin. I couldn't tell you a single thing. I can tell you that Brisbane's the Blues have lost all of their good players. Damn. Queenslander. Okay. Well, this has uh, been fun. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, what, what, do you? So you are rugby first. Yeah. That's fascinating. I mean, in my heart. Oh, that's actually a good question because I am. I mean, AFL consumes my entire life. Yeah. Um, and I love it so much, but. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up rugby. Can we have you back on to talk AFL versus rugby? Yeah. I would love mm. to talk about that. It's also, oh, it's so interesting for me though because like I can't watch an AFL game now without like doing all like that, like analysing it in my head and what are mm. the storylines here and what does that mean for next week and what totally. does that mean in relation to XYZ. And then I just watch an NRL game and I'm like, it's big men in a line running at each other. <laughs> like, yeah, so having, a, having a biff. Oh, it's so good to turn my brain off and just be like, switch off, totally. get them, Latrell. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. But uh, during the week I'm like, what alternative sketch comedy character can I think of? And then I'm like, just watch the boys have a run. <laughs> Marnie, yeah. such good yarns. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming in. We've wanted to do this for a few weeks. Um, please read her work on The Age, on in print or online. Yeah. Whether If you're under 30 online, if you're over 30 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in a cafe somewhere. Yeah, and then um, email me your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go to town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll have her back on talk about NRL. Lovely yarns. Bounce that pill. Bounce that pill.